Hello. Hey, can you hear us okay? I can. Fantastic. I like the name that popped up at Earth Muffin. That was funny. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, <laughs> who is that? This is my personal Gmail. <laughs> my daddy calls me Earth Muffin because I'm a hippie. Oh, that's, that's a funny, I've never heard that. That's really funny. How you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing real good. All right. So what the way this will work um, is we'll just talk about the songs, like the stories, tell me a story behind them and we'll play them. And I should be able to share the screen because you sent me all the, the songs. And I'll play it. I don't know if you guys can see it. There you go. Uh, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> I was like, there's something I'm missing here. Some people don't do, some people don't do video. I was like, that's fine. You know, if you don't want to see me, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to finally put a face to the name. <laughs> you too. I, I listen to your guys' music. Yeah, I really, I really like your guys' stuff. Thank you. Thank you. We've worked hard on it. So what we'll do, like I said, is I'll share the screen so you can see it. The, the song when it pops up and you can hear it. And then... We'll just, like I said, we'll talk about it, play the song, go to the next one, and have a little conversation in between. That's how these album reviews work. They're fun. I, li I like doing them because we listen to good music. Absolutely. So, all right. Let me see what we got here. Uh, I'll go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Um, my name is Deanna Verneau. I am the co-leader of um, Flintlock Annie. And uh, sitting next to me is I'm Daniel Parrish, um, co-leader <laughs> also of uh, Flintlock Annie. So she's Earth Muffin. What are you? I'm just here. <laughs> That's where you're supposed to say I'm Stud Muffin when she says. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That would have been perfect. <laughs> My wife is a big hiker. She likes to hike, so she wants trail names. Her name is Granny Squirrel. That's what I call her. Oh, that's cute. Uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. Where is I pulled that up there, and we'll get into it. So you guys talk talk about your AEP real quick. So, uh, anybody you got to uh, give shouts out to, go ahead. That's fine. And then we'll start listening to the music. Shout out to everybody that puts up with me on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to them. That's uh, me then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, we've we've been kind of um, working on it for for a year or so. Daniel and I have known each other um, since uh, probably '07. Mm. Um, he did sound and production for a couple of my bands, and. Um, he started doing a solo career and I really loved what he was doing. I loved his songwriting. Um, so one night at the lake after my band had kind of busted up, we were an eighties band and we lost our keyboard player um, and he couldn't do it anymore. So it's kind of hard to do eighties music without the keyboard player. Yes. Um, so uh, Daniel had been going on with his solo stuff and he was playing with my bass player, Joey. Um, and uh, we kind of, chilled out one night at his lake house and um, had a few drinks or I had a few drinks <laughs> and um, he, he played one of his songs for me on the guitar and said, you know, I've got this melody, I've got this going um, and I've got the words to it and I just can't seem to, to hit with the mark with it. And so we kind of sat around and, and doodled with it and we come up with a great song, we thought. 
Um, I still stand behind that thought. <laughs> um, but it's something that we've flirted with for years and years. I've sang with him on um, on a couple of uh, quite a few of his shows, actually. Um, so we've been going back and forth for years and we finally nailed it down and said, you know, let's start doing this together. So um, it was me and him and Joey Baltzell, our bass player. And um, then at the time it was Taylor Van, who's our drummer. Um, Taylor left, so we ended up getting a friend of ours that used to play with another one of my older bands, uh, Lance Barnes. And uh, he had Matt Eakins, his uh, pedal steel player with him already. And I'd already, I love pedal steel. So I was super excited to be playing with somebody that had pedal steel in their band. And um, we just kind of linked everybody up and started going through these songs that Daniel had written and I had written and putting it together. And we went and made a record. And um, that's how it all started at uh, Earth Sound Studios in Valdosta. Lee Dias hooked us up. He did a really good job for us. And your guys' uh, album's called Moonshine Sin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a story behind the album title or? Um, well, it was, it was kind of a, it was a line in, uh, one of the songs that I had written, um, and it's called 400 Hells, and it was just one of the lines from the song, and, uh, Daniel was like, that's, that's really cool, we, we should call the album that, and, and it just, it just kind of stuck, okay. and it was, you know, you'll hear 400 Hills, it's one of my favorites, not just because I wrote it, but it's just kind of a fun song, and, uh, that's where it came from. I, I like I like clever titles for for albums, even for songs too, because I think that hooks people in. That's and I, I like your guys Flintlock Annie, the name. How did you come up with Flintlock Annie? <laughs> we were bouncing ideas around for, for it seemed like months. It was probably weeks, and uh, nothing seemed to stick. And I believe Deanna hit me up with like apocalyptic Annie or something. Find <laughs> <laughs> Annie. <laughs> So, um, and then I think she started on your thesaurus. Yeah, I just, I, I was like, what's another word for gun? So I went to thesaurus.com <laughs> and, and there's a flintlock. It's a type of gun. And it kind of rang true for us because we live in the Flint River Basin down here in Southwest Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, and I spent a lot of time on the Flint River. Um, so it meant, you know, something to me because my family's been in this area for, you know, since the mid 1850s. And um, the Flint meant something to me. And then to, you know, put it with that, it, it just, it just clicked. It just worked. Okay. Are uh, you going to see my kids running back? I should probably get a curtain like you guys have. I never thought about it. <laughs> I, well, we're actually, we're sitting in the band room. So I have kind of a little stage curtain set up back behind us. And I've got my ring light on so that we have good uh, lighting in here because it's kind of dim. It's filled with you know, neon and Christmas lights and stuff. So. Okay. Hang on one second. I hear there's something going on. Hey, Cheyenne. It didn't say L10 yet, sweetie. You got to let it cook. It says L10. I'm making dinner. I said, you got to let it cook. So I got twins that are 12. Oh goodness! Hey, at least it wasn't the fire alarm going off. Oh, I'm, I mean, yeah, that's why I put it on the Instapot. Like, hey, all you got to look for is when it says L10. Flip it. Nice. <laughs> so I always edit some of these down. This for that very reason because I have kids or dogs or whatever runs into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Another feeling. 
So let's get into your album. The uh, let's go with the first song, uh, "Absent Cowboy." Tell me the story behind this song. Um, my cousin came to me one day. And he was like, he knew we were working on this project, and he was like, "You know, I've got a song, you know, kind of cool little country thing I've been working on for years." And he's kind of had it in his head, and he had the he had a melody to it, the lines or the the words and everything. And so we kind of sat down one day and came up with some music for it. And he was like, I dig it. You know, I like what you did with it. So I brought it to Deanna and she liked the song as well. The funny part though, is my cousin is the lead screamer in a hardcore progressive punk heavy metal band okay. called Machinist. So he can't sing. Yeah. I love up? Machinist. He can't sing. He can scream on key with his best <laughs> So when he came out with this, I'm like, wow, this is as country as it gets. You know, but he did grow up in a little town, same little town I come from, uh, population two, because I'm not there right now, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was funny hearing this the, the lyric come out of this um, heavy metal person's head. So that's funny. I like that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna share the screen here so you guys can see it. Uh, iTunes. You guys should be able to see the screen now. Yeah. And and then what I'll do is I'll go ahead and play it. Like I said, I've got everything set here. You see everybody I have. I have everything. Flow Rider, Florence Machines. There's Implant Lock Annie's right there. Fleetwood Max right above you guys. <laughs> so we'll listen nice. to it. Nice. That's exactly where I want to be. Stevie <laughs> Nicks up under me. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and play that. I'm going to mute uh, everything. And then when it's done, I'll mute it that way. Uh, I don't have dogs or stuff running into you or phones dinging <laughs> on you. Okay, I got you. So here we go. They called you now on TV. They whispered your name in church. Ain't Edda packed up your belongings one day.
There we go. I like that. Thank you. And I, like I said, I'll, what I do is I'll go in and edit. I'll put the actual song over where we just listened to it. So like anything, like the sound changed a little bit on me. That way it doesn't, and, it's, and it sounds a lot better. I, I like the shuffle. I like the little shuffle you guys got. There you guys are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, our, our lights just blinked, so I didn't know if it was us. And I was like, oh, my God, we just lost Wi-Fi. <laughs> if it happens, like I said, I've got it on Zoom. It could be my internet. It's crappy out here. So that's why I continue to let it run, and we'll just get back. We'll figure it out. But, okay. yeah, it's yeah. it's yours or mine. Maybe both. Who knows? <laughs> but I was saying I like the shuffle of it. And the, I like the little shuffle beats, like a dance dance song. It made me think of Son-in-Law. I don't know why. Of Son-in-Law? The you, movie? Have you seen that movie, the movie Son-in-Law, where they're doing Polly the whole down? Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> We're right up there with you, so uh, appreciate the reference. Yep. So I like that you said, who's the drummer on that one you said? Taylor Van. I like, I like how you did that. I've been, the shuffles are so hard to, to play. I can't play drums anyway. I'm, I'm trying to teach myself. And I know anytime I do a show, I write a shuffle song or a waltz, it will just throw the drummer off. He did a good job. Yeah, he's, he's a super talented drummer. Um, we were very sad to see him go, but he had, other stuff he wanted to accomplish um so we were fortunate enough to have lance uh step in with us and so during all the live shows it's lance but uh taylor was the one that recorded in the studio with us okay the the next song you guys got on here is called write a letter what's the story behind it i wish i knew Actually, this is the second recording I've had of Write a Letter. I put it out on the album uh, a couple of years back. and uh, But it's a co-write with a buddy of mine out of Atlanta, Georgia, um, Kevin Jackson. He has a band called Jackson County Line. Okay. Uh, if you have a chance to check them out, they are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, folk rock band. Yeah. And um, anyway, he had come to me with, the, um, with this song, and he had the first verse, and he was kind of stuck at that point writer you guys you guys broke up a second let me let me i'm gonna try something on my end real quick and then when you tell that story again i'm gonna gonna lose you for just a second because i got to where's my phone i'm gonna switch it to mobile hotspot and see if that helps okay on my end yeah, my, my kids are home. I got horrible internet as it is, and if, they, if they're streaming, which I hear Big Bang Theory in the back, it's probably mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if I lose you guys, I'll start it right back up, and y'all just hop back on. There we go. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Perfectly yes. still. Yes. Okay. All right. So tell, tell the story again behind the song. Yeah, so um, anyway – write a letter as a co-write with a buddy of mine out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, originally from Valdosta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Kevin Jackson. He's uh, He has a band in Atlanta called Jackson County Line and um, phenomenal band. They're a folk rock style uh, band. Uh, play at Eddie's Attic and places like that. Um, but anyway, they he called me up and he said, hey, I've got this song. I don't have the, um, the, the it's not complete. I've got the first verse. And he had this melody that just, the melody is what really drove, you know, drew me into it. And um, it's like, yeah, I'd love to write with you on it. And um, anyway, we don't write anything alike. I tell stories and he's an artistic 
artsy type of writer as long as it rhymes and it sounds good and feels good he's good with it and you ask him what does this mean he says i don't know <laughs> so um but that's you know that's kind of where it came from but the biggest thing for me was just the melody and so when i started writing it i had to listen to what he had sent me over and over and over just to try to get my head around his style because okay. um, like it's nothing like what i do um but that's that's kind of where it, it came from so all right well let's take listen to it i'm gonna share the screen again and mute everybody and let's take a listen
that song you guys that, it's very who's is that you singing who takes turns yeah. singing yeah you yeah, can I'm, I'm singing she'll she'll hit the harmonies with me and but, um i don't know it's always it's always one of my favorites it's uh it's fun, it's fun to do anyway you guys got great harmonies yeah, um, that that was also kind of the reason that we uh, started doing this because, um, like I said, when Daniel was doing his solo stuff, I'd come in, sit in with him, and and do some songs. And everybody always said, "You guys sound great together, and y'all should make a band." And it, we just didn't have time. I had my band, my family, my work. He had the same thing going on, and then it just all kind of fell together. And Bing, bang, boom. There we are, harmonizing together. <laughs> I had Joey as a bass player, and she had Joey as a bass player. And let's just be honest, Joey has wanted this to happen forever. Oh, yeah, for years. <laughs> I think he was probably pulling strings on the backside somewhere. He was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to harmonize my band for years. I still can't get it. I, 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 my voice is too growly. Like I listen to your voice. It reminds me of somebody. It's kind of got like an 80, like the 80s Violet Cougar Mellencamp or maybe the boss. It, it, there's something in it, that tone that just is like, oh, brings me back to that that time. Now, I have a question for you. It's kind of, it's not related to the album, but do you guys take songs for, from other people and do them as your own or do you just write your own songs? Oh yeah, we do covers as well. Um, well, I mean, like from other songwriters, because I have a song that I think you guys would kill. That I, I need harmonies. I can't do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, we're always open, and and just like with the uh, absent cowboy, um, you know, his cousin wrote that song and said, "I want to hear you guys do it," and and it turned out great. Um, so yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you about it when we get done with this, and uh, give you some more information on it, send it to you. But let's get back into your guys' music. <laughs> Sorry, I got a hundred things going at one time. It's all uh, good. Uh, the next song is "Beautiful Nothing." So well, I actually have a story for this one. I, I like story. <laughs> I like. I'm a songwriter. I like stories. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was I was coming home from uh, I was in Valdosta. I was coming home one afternoon, and um, that that um, opening line, I watched the setting sun. You feel it shine upon your face. Well, I had called a buddy of mine who was from this area, he moved out to California 
Um, his marriage was falling apart. She moved back home. He was trying to go out there to save the marriage, whatever. And, um, you know, it didn't work out. Long story short, it didn't work out. But anyway, as I was talking to him, he was just going through the whole thing about how great California was. And uh, I don't remember the exact town he was in, but they were surfing, they were hiking, they were going, not him and the ex-wife, but him and his new buddies while he was trying to they, you know, reconcile everything. And um, he said, you know, it's, it's just so wonderful. Everything around here, it's beautiful. It's, it, you know, it's everything about it is amazing, but without somebody to share it with, it's, it's nothing. And so that's kind of where the, the title Beautiful Nothing came from. But um, a, lot of the, a lot of the things, you know, just a lot of the, the, the lyric in the song is based off of his move out there and what he was trying to accomplish and didn't, didn't quite work out for him. So um, that's the gist of that one. Though. I like I like the story. See, that's why I do these reviews this way because I can give you my opinion, but it's my opinion. That's one opinion. I want to hear the stories behind the songs. I think that's more important than than what I think of it. I think they're great anyway, but I still want to hear the story. So I like See, that. We always, we always like hearing other people's ideas too, and they yeah. they have their own opinion of what mm-hmm. they think the song means or where it came from mm-hmm. when it. You know, it could be just as good of a story. Uh, right. Completely wrong, but it's a great story. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I think of it when I hear it. I'll, I'll give you what it makes me think of. I mean, I, one of your songs remind me of Son-in-Law, so you're going to see I'm going to get all kinds of <laughs> all <laughs> kinds of things. Let's take, listen to it.
I really like that. Have you guys done a video for it yet? Beautiful nothing. No, we have not. I, I had an idea for a video one time. This girl I used to play music with, um, she when she heard it, she thought it was a um, it sounded like a serial killer <laughs> thing because they're always looking for that perfect kill the second time and it never feels the same. So come mm -hmm. back to me, you know, whatever. Ooh, I love that. And, I, and so I went, <laughs> it was like, so I was going to get like some, some old hands and take video of it. And they were getting the chains ready to tie somebody up, whatever. And that, that playing in the background. So I have the video whiteboard in my head. I just never did it. Cause I, I was, like that. <laughs> I like that too. Cause my idea when I was there listening to it and it, like I said, I get visual images as I listen to this. So that's how I know it's a good song. As I'm, as I see this old woman looking into a mirror, and her life is flashing through the mirror. Ooh, nice. yeah, I like that too. Because she's you like, "Where's the age go?" Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's that's what I'm talking about. I love hearing appeal to people's ideas of the way they feel about songs. Um, that's cool. I like that. I like, I like that song a lot. Uh, like I said, you guys got a song in Countdown now. That's somewhere in Alabama, which we'll hear here in a little bit. Uh, and you can always send me more uh, if you want. The next song I put in there will be that one. I've, so far, what I've heard that that's my favorite one. I love that one. Good deal. Thank you. Good. So, what is the next one? Preacher Man is the next song. Tell me a story behind Preacher Man. Um, I was riding the boat one day. I love boats, by the way. And uh, I hit the brakes, throw it in park, whatever because this song title or song line opening line hit me like a ton of bricks and i was like they don't everybody on the boat shut up and that's like herding cats you know and all they're all <laughs> drum, I'm like ah, hush, hush, hush. so i wrote it down real quick but um it was yeah the preacher's son had the finest weed the preacher's daughter finally let me see what it felt like to get just a little bit closer to heaven and without <laughs> too much detail i was going to church back in high school with certain family because the well the son would hook you up and the daughter would <laughs> just kind of fell together for me and um so anyway uh, from there just kind of started thinking about preachers that i've seen either on tv or personal or whatever through the years that may or may not be the best um preacher the best influence mm -hmm. um and, and so I started coming up with different ideas about dirty preachers that I heard about or knew of. And um, I took it to a, another studio, a good friend of mine, Gary D. Um, he was, you know, kind of helping write some stuff on it. And the next thing I know, he was like, you know, do you know this person? And I was like, yeah. And he says, well, those black eyes he had weren't always you know, from fights, sometimes they're from his dad, and his dad was a preacher, and I'm like, oh, wow, and it just, and so then I started, you know, forming the song a little bit more, and I think that's, um, that, that line about he clutched his Bible and his fist too tight, that's where that came from. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, they're not all bad, but right. the ones that were made it into the song, so, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's kind of the gist of it, so. And again, uh -huh. I reached out to my buddy, Kevin Jackson, um, same one would write a letter and um, kind of came up with a, the concept for the chorus because we didn't, we didn't have that quite together yet. But. Uh -huh. well, let's take a listen to it.
Another good one. Another good. Thank I like you. that. That's that, that you talked about before, like in, in movies and stuff and shows. I could totally see that one. Like in, you ever watch that show True Blood? They had like with the swamp music. And then I even knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that because I thought the same thing myself. I'm like, this would be a great intro to some kind of HBO series. If, if Swamp Thing came back, it would be perfect. <laughs> so if you guys are listening to the, the Swamp Thing, bring it back. That was a great show. <laughs> so your your next song you got out here is called Sweet Baby Child. Mm-hmm. What is the story behind that? Um, well, sweet baby child is something my sister has said always, always when she's talking about somebody as kind of, you know, bless their heart situation, <laughs> you know, we're straight up from the South. And, uh, that's what she would say is all oh, that sweet baby child. And, um, that's always kind of stuck in my head. And I wrote this song kind of about being in a, um, relationship with somebody that's maybe inappropriate, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, don't you look at me like that. It's changed. The story changes according to where I'm at and on stage and what people are around. Um, but yeah, it's, it's basically about being head over heels in love with somebody that you know is probably not the best option for you um, at that point in time. Just like, you know, all the sugar and the sweet tea and all the lard and those biscuits, they got, they are bad for you, but <laughs> are they good? Um, and so that's where it kind of started from was the whole, um, sweet tea and biscuits thing. And I kind of built it around that. And I thought, man, that's, that's as Southern as they come right there, sweet tea and biscuits. And then, uh, my, my sister always calling somebody a sweet baby child and, (laughs) and, and being in that kind of relationship that, you know, maybe isn't kosher to everyone around you. Um, that relationship ended up being a marriage that I'm still in. So it worked out in my favor. <laughs> you just put, you just put sweet tea and biscuits and lard all in one sentence. And then you went kosher. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a juxtaposition. I understand that for sure. <laughs> oh, you guys are hilarious. I'm, I'm so glad I got to meet you in person. This is, this is fun. Well, thank you. We, we do have a good time together. I can say that. <laughs> good. That's, and you should, that's, that's life. These people that don't, I'm, I feel sorry for you. Bless your heart. Sweet baby child. I'm going to be using that from now on. Kids like what? <laughs> well, let's listen to it.
That's another good one too. I Thank like you. that. It's you could hear that song on so many different genres. You could somebody could make a blues version or jazz version, or they could even make it. And I'll call it current. I like the way you guys did it. I know if they took it current, they'd make it pop or whatever, like the backing track. I I, I just like that song. I mean, it's just a good song. If you could put that many different things in it, like saxophones or where somebody else was to cover it, it sounds really good. You got an Ashley McBride kind of voice. Have you ever heard that? See my hat? Not really. I'm old. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her. Love her. We just saw her uh, last week or the week before in concert in Tallahassee. I was in heaven. Um, and we actually cover a couple of her songs okay. as well. Um, but that is kind of one of those songs that that we wrote that I'd, I'd written it a long time ago and just kind of sat on it and I'd played it. And, um, you know, I, my background is I love soul and R&B mm -hmm. and um, you know, Etta James and older stuff like that. And and that's kind of where I got that bluesy influence for that song and kind of that waltz beat right mm -hmm. there. Um, but I love that song. Well, that's, what, <laughs> uh, <might> <laughs> that's what Stapleton did. He just took Etta James sound and put it over Tennessee whiskey. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Made himself a bajillion dollars. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> So you guys, the next song you got here is called Pawn Shop Payday. And this, just looking at the titles of the song, I like the hooks of them. I, I want to hear the story. Um, riding down the road with Jeff Hill, the screamo guy again. And uh, we were, I think we were still trying to come up with band names at the time. And I'm just like, and he's, and, and Jeff's really good lyricist and all that. And, and so he's, he's a good marketing guy, merchandising, that type of stuff. So I'm just bouncing stuff off. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> We got a pawn shop. We passed the pawn shop in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, pawn shop. And he goes, it can't just be pawn shop. And so I'm like, pawn shop gypsies, pawn shop marauders, pawn shop whatever. <laughs> and so finally, by the time we had finished the trip, we had halfway written a song. And um, so that's you know, the, the start of it was, was there. <clears throat> and then as I started writing it, of course, it's got this whole Hank 3 and Charlie Daniels feel to it mm -hmm. and um so at the back end i'm like huh so you know when you go to the pawn shop and you're trading in everything for that you own your grandma's wedding ring and they give you ten dollars mm -hmm. i mean you're making a deal with the devil let's be honest here and so that's kind of just it felt proper to put it in there you know but that's basically it you go to the pawn shop from the you know first you you pawn it in and by the tenth you're taking it back out it's just a, a vicious cycle but uh that's how some of us make payday. Yeah. Been there from that. I remember those days. Let's see. Let's take let's do it. Pawn shop payday. I just like the title. I already like the title. <laughs> Just ain't going 
It's like it might make you think of like a gritty Jerry Reed. Oh yeah. And then oh, for I, oh, I love Jerry Reed. And for some reason, I was expecting you to start yodeling in there. I don't know why. It just like <laughs> I hear a yodel. I hear a yodel. I've never heard you yodel. I don't think I can. I was talking about you yodeling. I was talking about him. I was like, <laughs> I, I expected you to just start yodeling. I was like, that. See, this is why I have my producer says, Jesse, sit down. Because I have like musical Tourette. I'll like put weird stuff in the songs. And I'm sitting there thinking, listen to that song. I was like, if she just started yodeling, I would just, I'm going to just get up out of this damn chair. Because it was, I was like, it's coming. I know it's like, oh, but it's so good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on my yodeling skills. <laughs> I've been trying to get a yodeler on the podcast forever. I don't know why. I just, I've been, I just want to hear one. I want to hear one that can do it. I've had opera singers and I've had blues singers and I've had all kinds of people. I've not had a yodeler yet. I'm going to find one eventually. They're out there. <laughs> yes. I and mean, you're listening. Come on the show. I will give you a platform to yodel your damn heart's content. Just come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to that. Oh my God. I love it. I probably couldn't listen one time, but I still listen. Now, did you guys, did the Charlie Daniels thing in there, did you have to get, like, permission for that part? Yes. It, yeah. Got all that taken care of. Okay. I was curious about that because it's, it's, it's obviously Charlie Daniels' playoff yeah. of it. Definitely playoff of it. Absolutely. I, I like that. I really like how you did that. I like it from the male's perspective. Doing it and changing it around, and she's the the devil's a female. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been married twice. I'm on my second that's marriage. Exactly. like, <laughs> uh, you have to do this part. And I'm like, okay, this is how it's going down. That's fine. <laughs> the devil should have yodeled. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and for full disclaimer, the whole thing about it, I told you once or twice, or not, you raggedy bitch. That is a Cat Williams. We stole that from him. That's what he talks about. Was it Sam Manila? Oh, the comedian. Yeah, Cat Williams is a comedian. He talks about, he, he calls Sam Manila that. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so the next song you guys got on here is called 400 Hells. What's the story? Um, well, I was coming back from a camping trip with my husband and our friend, and um, it was hot as 400 Hells in the Okie Pinocchio <laughs> Swamp. And um, I remember just kind of thinking that, you know, it's, it's, it's hotter than 400 Hells. And I thought, man, that that's, that's, you know, very commonly said in South Georgia, um, or at least it was when I was growing up, um, it's hotter than 400 hills. And I thought I can build a song um, around that. And I had been um, listening to uh, the Turnpike Troubadours for days and days and days at that point while we were in the swamp. Mm-hmm. That's basically all what that was what me and Carol listened to. And um, it just kind of popped in my head, 400 hills. And basically um, it turned into a song that was, it was kind of about, um, you know, the dirty South and, you know, the devil seems to be a reoccurring feature in a lot of our music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you guys like bluegrass um, and just don't know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was kind of, um, you know, she, she's going to take you down with, with, with everything she's got, she's going to burn your house down, buddy. But you know what? When she loves you, you are going to be so happy. She's going to take you to heaven with that loving. Um, but she going to take you to hell if you mess up. Um, so that's kind of what it, it kind of, you know, turned into that kind of relationship sort of song. And it's not how I started out intending on it, but after a, you know, nice little three hour truck drive with my husband, that's kind of what it turned into. <laughs> pulling the camper and loading the camper and you're backing up the wrong way no go your other right no this right no go towards the center so um that's kind of what it turned into on the on the way back home was he uh was very quiet and i drove and i wrote a song (laughs) (laughs) well let's take listen to it
Guys, all your songs are good. I have heard one that I don't Thank like. I, I, like good. <laughs> I like that style that is like Miranda Lambert, Pistol Annie's kind of in your face. And I love the Demon Choir line. That was just, I was like, damn it, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. And as it was coming and spilling out of my brain, and I'm, I'm driving. Through, uh, I think it was, uh, I was in Willacoochee at the time and I was like, okay, we got to stop and get some gas. So I'm about to write this stuff down on a napkin real quick. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the lines. There were several of them. And um, the uh, the devil said he used to be an angel too. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the ones that came along with it. And I was like, this is gold. This is yes. good stuff. <laughs> so I just kind of wrote around those, those little, those clever little lines that came to me on the way back. And that's where, um, when I stopped in Willacoochee, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a song right there. I stopped in Willacoochee. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> See, I, I, it may go a little bit, it may go the wrong way though. I already, I already have it in my head. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a given. It's going to happen. <laughs> oh, all right. So the next song I've heard the next song, uh, it's in the countdown somewhere, Alabama. It's a really good song. I like it. Uh, but I don't know the story, so tell me the story behind it. I was heading out to Willacoochee. <laughs> huh? Headed to Willacoochee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you from Coochie, ain't you? Um, I was heading out to Mississippi to do a show for an attorney friend of mine. He was getting married and wanted me to come out there and play at his um at his wedding. Mm -hmm. So we're heading out there in the middle of Alabama because. Rhyming it with Mississippi would have sucked, but uh, middle of Alabama, my wife, you know, we've been riding forever. She 
starts talking. She was driving. She starts talking about sunset, whatever. And so I'm taking pictures of sunset. Finally get a good picture of it. And I um, posted up on Twitter and was like, sunset in somewhere, Alabama. No, that was the post. And uh, a couple hours later, I'm bored and she's still driving and I start riding. And that's kind of where it all came from. The one thing, and they're always forget to tell this part of the story. Plus, drunks don't care when you're in the bar. <laughs> but while we have this right. moment, let's take advantage of it. Um, there's a, in the course, it says, uh, get on back tomorrow today. And I'm not being artistic about how do you get tomorrow today? Mm-hmm. But there, well, on the way back, good old GPS decided to take us a different route. Well, we weren't paying attention to it. The next thing I know, we're up around Morrow, Georgia, uh, around Atlanta, and we were not supposed to be heading that way. And um, so anyway, I, I was like, oh, there's one for, you know, at least we got back tomorrow today, you know. Uh, so that's kind of play on words. But um, anyway, that's that's the, the ins and outs of uh, somewhere Alabama. All right, let's listen to it. Thank you. 
Sometimes seem to slip right on by. We were watching the sun rise, the sun lay around the bound. Finally took our time, made our way. We were watching the sun rise, the sun lay around the bound. Another good song. I've heard that one because it's been in a countdown. And uh, thank you How guys for sending that. Hmm? How did we do? Uh, still going on. You're, you're still in. We're in the top 10. Yep. This is what I tell everybody anyway. Yeah. And, hey, that's all it is, the way that it works. And I think the when people put their first songs, they kind of figure it out as they go. And sometimes the best songs get voted out. It's more about promoting it. So if you share it and have people vote for you that's how you last and it's it's not always the best song that lasts the longest it's the people that promote it more and have crazy fan bases like the if i ever put anybody from europe in here because uh coffee and flour just from italy it goes crazy okay. it goes crazy well, yeah so and the other guy cw he's actually from georgia too he's from around here He's got a he's a fireman, so he's got a huge like a fireman fan base that they always tease and call a mustache. He's number one, right? Hmm. He's number one. He was last week. This week, I think he's he may even be number three this week, right now. Oh. So it's still go the voting's still going on. You got all week. I gave people a week so that they could get as many as they possibly could. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a learning curve. I'm I'm learning. <laughs> I got to start promoting again. Yep. Well, I always tell people too, what I do is I've got Spotify playlists that it's always going to be in. Like right now it's in the current weekly countdown and I, I rotate it. I change it every week, but also I make all time playlists. So everybody who's been in the countdown has Spotify, like you guys, it'll always be there. So at least you get something, you know, you stream it, you play it, you'll get Spotify change. So it's like monopoly money. I know, but <laughs> it's better than nothing. Lordy. <laughs> So your next song you got on here is called War Boys. Let's hear a story. I wish I had a really good story for it. I don't. I okay. went to work one day. I came home. I was pissed off with the world. <laughs> so um, that's where it came from. And I just started vomiting on paper, just just writing stuff down, whatever. And, and that's what came out. But the story that Deanna told earlier about us sitting at the, the lake and and trying to come up with the, the, the melody and music for a song this is the song okay and um, so it was we had played a show that night at cypress grill and i we, we were done with that show we got back to the to the house and it was kind of like you know i have this what do you think and so she came up with the the melody and she started singing luckily i hit record on my phone because she wouldn't remember the next day mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the combination of a uh, cold beer and warm lake um, I wouldn't have remembered any of that. <laughs> the next morning, I'm like, wait, we wrote a song? What? Mm -hmm. 
So we we hit record on it though. Yeah, we got done. It was like, okay, this is cool. We worked on it a little bit, tweaked it, whatever. And what you, you know, what we finished up, of course, what you're hearing now. But the funny part of it, you know, she's, you, know, you can't really tell it on some of the things when she's belting it on the album. But if you're ever with her live, she doesn't need a microphone. She can peel the paint off the back wall. <laughs> she's she's great vocals from, from deep down. And um, so when we're out there at three o'clock in the morning, sound travels across the lake, you know. Mm. And so I'm like, neighbors are going to hate me in the morning. <laughs> Fast forward two years, we're sitting there, and I'm always thinking, I was like, okay, we had to keep everybody up that night. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were playing a show in Van Oster, and I pulled up with a story about writing this at the lake. And after the show, some lady came up and was like, do you live close to Snoop Bridge? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, I'm your neighbor across the lake. I was out there that night and told my friends, we need to get them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like well, let's listen to because I was thinking when I saw the War Boys, like you know, the Black Sabbath song, like at the War Pig song, that was really I like that, like all kind of music. I don't know why I thought of that, but I did. Let's listen to it.
That's a good one. I was sitting there thinking about it. It should be like a NASCAR promo. You are just well. full of great ideas, Jesse. <laughs> I know. Where'd they come from? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a really good race song. Right. And they know us really well at the Atlanta Motor Speedway because we've already played there and everything. So mm -hmm. we're we're really good friends of theirs. So I'll, I'll have my people call their people. All right. Just send me free tickets. Don't give them away. I don't care how good of friends you are. Camping spots, they make you pay for those as well. Yeah. My sister always go to the go to the races. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to the races, but I sent her listen to it. like that is an that that's not a NASCAR song. I don't know what the hell it is because it's perfect like a promo for the season starting or something. It's like come it on. It really is. We need to work on that then. That's yes. a great idea. I have them every now and then. Like I said, I get all kinds of weird ideas, especially when I'm in a, cause my band is called yes, ma'am. It stands for uh -huh. middle aged men. That's what the MAM stands for. It's like acronyms. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> what it stands for. Cause we're all the same age. You know, we're all in our forties. So it's middle aged men. It's like, that's, that's, that's perfect. And I, I hear all kinds of weird stuff when I do songs. So when I listen to other people's music, I listen to the stories. I like to hear the stories, but I get my own opinion out of it. And I said, that's, Sometimes it's going to be weird, like the yodeling devil thing, and then other times it's, it's kind of spot on. They can't all be winners, Jesse. Yes, they can. <laughs> so you guys got one more song here. It's called Stop Singing. Yeah, it's, um, again, back to Jeff Hill, my cousin. He was, uh, again, he's a great screamer, not a great singer. He was running around his house singing some probably church hymnal i don't know probably not church hymnal. <laughs> but uh he, he was he was singing whatever and he's got a little what two three year old daughter and um she kind of ran up to him and was like stop singing put her <laughs> hand up there and he thought it was cute you know and, and and i'm sure it was but i'm you know he was thinking like oh you know shut up you can't sing and all i could think was you know if you got people back home that are missing you and you're out there doing what you love, you're out on the road, whatever it is you're doing, you know, maybe, maybe you should stop um, mm -hmm. to, to be with these people. Uh, and that's maybe what she was telling him because he does travel a lot too with his band. And, um, but, but then on the back end of this song, I was kind of like, you know, if you do stop, what, you know, what then, what are you going to do? If it's what you love, what you want to do, and that's kind of the back, you know, the back into this course that's saying, um, uh, and I'm terrible with lyrics, so hold on one second. But um, where was it at? Yeah, uh, do what you love when you want, prove them wrong, and then don't stop wow. singing. Um, you know, because if you stop, what are, what are you gonna do? Where do you where do you go from there? And so, um, yeah, what happens so, when the music stops? Yeah, absolutely. And we and it was on purpose that we put it at the back end of the album because when it stops, it's it's over. <laughs> Album's over. So, um, but that's that's the story behind stop singing. So you guys are getting me wanting to go write songs right now. I'm about to pick up my guitar and start playing and writing. Because you, <laughs> when you said when you said the uh, he can't scream, he, he screams, but he can't sing. I'm like, that's my wife. I'm gonna have to tell her that. <laughs> Cause when, when I met her, she's a drill, she was a drill sergeant. 
So oh, well, yeah. She so she sing. really can she can really get, get loud. She can't sing for nothing, and she'll tell you she's not a very good singer. But she does her cadences, and she's got the drill sergeant voice, and it's just it's funny. <laughs> well, let's listen to your guest song. Stop singing. I get talking, forget what I need to do, and I share it first. <laughs> then, then I can play it. There we go. Just my life Got my kids And I got my wife But I'm headed down This road alone Bring you another song Stop singing Try to live life With no my dreams and place my best Work all day and half the night Up again at the break of light Stop singing Cause if you stop What then Cause if you play knew it was coming i was like the, just to stop because you mentioned it it reminds me a lot of um that song showing showman's life that uh george Strait and gary allen have done versions of it have you ever heard it it's a it's a it's a great i like the gary allen version that's the one i've I heard the most uh it's basically saying the same thing it's a showman's life uh i pulled, I pulled it up because it's making me think about it. it's like 
Where'd it go? The showman's life is a smoky bore and the fever chase of a tiny store. It's like the opening of it. I mean, it's a great song and I like that. And like I said, when I hear stuff, I always compare it to other things. And some people get mad. I'm like, you know what? This is the first time I'm hearing it, but I'm going to compare it to something so that it makes me think of it. And it made me think of that. And I think that's a good, such a good story. You said Gary Allen. Gary Allen did a version. Um, Hey, I'll let you hear it. I got it. Like I said, I can share it and I won't put this in your, in your thing, but I'll let you hear it in a minute. But yeah, it's uh, a, um, he's playing the Civic Center here this uh, Friday. Is he really? Uh-huh. I, want, I want to go to his concert. The last concert I've been to was Chris Ledoux. That tells you how long it's been. Oh, nice. and, and it was it was his last concert he did here. He did at Wild Bills. I just, I'm playing out myself or I'm going to do other things. I don't have time to, to go to other concerts. Plus, I'm cheap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I want to thank you guys for, for doing the album review. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it was a great, great album. Like I said, top to bottom, one of the best I've heard doing this. And I mean, I listen to a lot of music and sometimes people just do a lot of singles, which I think is okay. I know, I know why they do it, but I prefer listening to whole albums. And especially when I'm doing these, like the EPs, it's kind of weird to me because I feel like you kind of stop in the middle of a, of your, your, uh, your juice, you get flowing and you got all your creativeness going and you stop. I was like, but don't, oh. Come on, do a whole EP, do a whole song, and do a whole album. And I'm glad you guys did. I really like it. Well, thank you. We we appreciate that. And, you know, thank you again um, for, for putting our stuff on the Georgia Songbirds uh, radio. We really appreciate that. Um, as as artists, um, I'm sure a lot of people um, think the same thing about you um, doing this work, and, and they really appreciate it, too. Um, a lot of uh, uh, our music wouldn't get heard if it wasn't for people like you that were willing to to put it out there. So we sincerely appreciate the the hard work that you're doing, putting into um, the Georgia Songbirds as well. So thank you, Jesse. Just remember that if you get NASCAR tickets, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to off air stuff, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, all your social media, uh, your album stuff like that. Um, yeah, our uh, website is um, Um, There you can read a little bit about us, who we are, how we came to be. You can also download our album, Moonshine Sin. Um, you know, one of the things about our digital age nowadays is um, music is so readily available for free. And um, we were really surprised about how many people wanted to pay for our music. Um, So we wanted to make sure that it was downloadable because it wasn't really something that we had thought about doing. We thought, okay, we're going to put it on Spotify, Pandora, you know, the usual places. Um, We didn't really think to make downloading it and paying for the download an option because people don't really do that very much. Um, But again, we found uh, it to be completely the opposite. And people were like, we want to give you money um, for the hard work that you did. And, and it's an awesome feeling. Um, so you can find our album and download it there on uh, flintlockany.com. We're on Bandcamp. Um, we're also on Facebook. Uh, we are on um, Instagram as well. We've got a few videos on YouTube. Also, our official Somewhere Alabama uh, video that was shot by our friend Matt Zagorski. 
and uh, we're very proud of how that turned out. He, he did some beautiful shots of us in the studio, um, and all of that can be found um, from just going to flintlockannie.com. That can take you to all the different social media avenues that we have available. Okay. Yeah, and it, like I said, it will be this episode. Uh, I always pre-record them, so it'll be I'm gonna edit it out some of the stuff that happened with the change of the the internet going bad. Uh, but it'll be a couple weeks. I always let you know before I release it out, and it will be uh, available on all streaming platforms, iHeart, Spotify, all that stuff. You can always listen to it. And then when it does, because you mentioned the radio, I'm gonna tell you when I release this as a podcast, I'll put all the album onto the Georgia Songbird Radio. So it will go into rotation automatically on the online radio station that I have. Okay. Awesome. So it'd be good. there. So you may actually get played after you may hear Fleetwood Mac and then some, cause I do mostly independent, right. But I do, uh, hits too, because I, like you said, there's so much music out there. If I was to play nothing but songwriters, I think people would tune out. But if you're sitting there playing and all of a sudden heavy D comes on or Fleetwood Mac comes on, you, you know, Sade, you're like, Hey, Oh, okay. he's going to keep you into it. And then the next person comes out. Hey, it's full like any heavy D Fleetwood <laughs> Mac and Sade all the same. I love it. <laughs> yes. I, I, I have musical direct. Also my, my life is an iPod. I would shuffle everything in my life. I, I do. I've since the days of, I was a kid of uh, standing by the radio, hitting the record button, trying to do mixtapes to the days of, of now. And the DJ talk over the front of it. And you're like, no, right like shush <laughs> damn it, i gotta wait another hour before and then of course your mom or dad come like go to bed I was like, but hang on it's about to come on i just gotta hit this button <laughs> i'm trying to make this romantic mixtape for, for tammy <laughs> <laughs> right they don't need the dj or you yelling on it shush <laughs> i've had fun guys I, I really have i've enjoyed this album top to bottom it's a really good album thank you thank we you appreciate so it Okay. All right. That's Fleetwood, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Now, <laughs> Flintlock Annie, and we'll do some, I'll let you hear a couple of these things we talked about off the air, but uh, Flintlock Annie guys, and it'll be available soon. Download their, their album. It's great top to bottom. I mean, it, it is. I, I really enjoyed it. 